Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show. Our mission is to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. This podcast is focused on that mission, as are our websites, Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com. Today, I'm getting down and dirty about laundry detergent. That's right. Consumer Reports has just rated laundry detergents, and I want to talk to you about how to get the most bang for your buck. And later, I want to tell you, new things are coming that if you know what's going on in the market, could save you some money on health care. So everybody does laundry or has laundry done for them, right? Well, I hope so. Yeah, I have my own style when I do my laundry. And it's something that people have made fun of me before, but if you never heard, I wash on cold only, quick wash, and follow label directions, and do not put in too much detergent, which people do all the time to the detriment of their wallet and their clothes. You know, uh, most washers in the marketplace now are HEs, high efficiencies, and you need tiny amounts of detergent to wash the clothes. And My clothes are dingy anyway because I buy really inexpensive clothes and I wear them till they become like ragged. Uh, And so I I actually do separate lights from darks and that's pretty much it for me for laundry. And I use Kirkland Signature detergent. Well, Consumer Reports does not say that Kirkland Signature is the best detergent. There is a tie in Consumer Reports that says, I know nothing about doing laundry because Tide Plus Ultra Stain Release and Persil ProClean Stain Fighter are the best ones out there. I was so, I told my husband when I saw this, I was like, we've got to switch from the Kirkland Signature because I do find that stains don't come out very well and I just thought it was our machine or whatever but I'm gonna have to try one of these top rated ones but the thing is the Kirkland signature is the best buy recommended detergent its score is a 76 versus the uh tide and the pair it's a particular tide I should say the name again tide, tide plus ultra stain release and the parrot persil Persil, I think. Persil. ProClean, Stain Fighter, both got an 84. Uh, Let me tell you, scores in the 80s from Consumer Reports, those are few and far between on product tests. That is a really high rating. By comparison, the Best Buy detergent, the Kirkland Signature Ultra Clean Liquid, 
gets a 76. This one. I use one that gets a 69. You use the, the ultra- you don't have babies. Well, I we have sensitive skin in my house. You're such a sensitive <laughs> person, Krista. Anyway, the Cargo Signature Ultra Clean Free and Clear did not get a rating of Best Buy. It is the one for Costco shoppers. It's the one in the orangey kind of container is the Best Buy. And why is it a Best Buy? Because it's a third the cost of the Tide and half the price of the Purcell. So, yes, so my Costco detergent is still the Best Buy. Mm -hmm. And so I will continue to use it. I will continue to wash with cold water. I will continue to do quick wash. And all those things designed to save money. But if you are really, really into having the cleanest clothes, it's that particular Tide, because Tide has so many brand extensions. That's the one at the top of the heap. And what in the world is Persil? I hadn't heard of it before. There's also the Tide Ultra Oxy, which gets an 83, which is still, I mean. It's okay. And then it starts moving down with the various Tides. Look at that. So here's they a tie. They have a lot of them. Tide obviously is gets, winning the game. It gets not a great score at all. Well below. Uh, there's another tide well below the Kirkland. Here's another one below the Kirkland. And look at that one. That was here's a tide that's one of the lowest rated in the survey. So with tide, know that it's a brand extension kind of brand. That it's not a tide. It is many many different ones, and it's really important you get. If you are going to buy Tide and spend all that money for every load of laundry, you need to get the right Tide. The um, Okay, so let's name both the Tides again because that's yes. the most popular detergent. Tide Plus Ultra Stain Release and Tide Ultra Oxy are the two that get a really great rating. And some of the others don't do well at all. Now, let me tell you who really stunk it up in the survey one of the most popular detergents in the United States, Walmart's private label, great value, original clean, ultimate, fresh, HE for high efficiency, got a miserable 54. Can you imagine? But, hey, it gets worse. Have you ever heard of Sun Triple Clean? No. How about Era? Is that called ERA or ERA? I think ERA, three times Oxy Booster. Okay. Gain. The Sun Triple Clean got a 31, and the ERA 3X Oxy Booster got a 34. Those are not the ones you want to use to wash your clothes. Nope. So uh, you want the ones that get the job done, the perfect marriage of price and performance Kirkland Signature and the Orange Container. So, see, my beloved Costco. Yes, maybe I'll try it again. I'll just itch. It'll be fine. <laughs> Instead of <laughs> to using save the money free and, and clear. have clean clothes, we'll try it. Okay. Okay, let's listen, go to questions. Yeah, listen to this one. I can't wait to see what people have to say about detergent. This is from Michelle in North Carolina. My Facebook account was hacked and my account permanently disabled. The hacker sent horrifying ah. video to several family and friends who cannot unsee these images. Due to the nature of the content, Facebook disabled my account and it cannot be reversed. 
I've lost 13 years of pictures, memories, and history timelines. We can also no longer access our business page and account, which we've had for 10 years and spent what is a lot of money for us through Facebook advertising. What is further troubling is that Facebook is not allowing me to dispute my account. The hacker sent the video at 2 a.m., and by 6.40 a.m., my account was disabled and could not be reversed. This all happened while I was asleep. For those who know me, I only post family pictures. I understand Facebook's policy on this content and completely agree that it needs to be handled strongly and swiftly. Just please allow innocent longtime users who have been hacked the opportunity to have their pictures, memories, and accounts back. I am really, really sorry this happened to you. And Michelle, I am so sorry this seems to be happening with so many tech companies that we store things with that they don't offer any outlet to uh, talk to a human, to deal with a human. There's got to be a way. I was so upset when I read this um, that I've sent an email to Meta's press department, but I haven't heard back yet. So Meta is the new stupid, Meta. idiotic name that Facebook came up with to try to improve their image that is, it is so low in the country. I, I want to delve into this for a second. The picture thing, family memories that we're trusting to the cloud, it keeps coming up again and again where for whatever reason, one of these services will decide that you're persona non grata, mm-hmm. and you lose access to your pictures. We recently had one involving with Dropbox, yeah, uh, Dropbox with an eighty, yeah, eighty something year old man, uh, same veteran, kind of thing, um, yeah. not doing anything crazy, uh, but just judge, jury, and executioner on Dropbox's part. That eventually was resolved. Yes, um, I would say one thing I would do is send a letter to the general counsel of. Meta is how you mm-hmm. say their new mm-hmm. stupid name. Anyway, send a letter to the general counsel of Facebook about this and see if that will shake somebody loose to be of service to you. Facebook needs no more bad publicity. Uh, but the big suggestion I have, and it's something that's not that hard to do, is to have a, a at-home storage backup of your pictures. Because you never know when some kind of cloud storage will go bust. They'll get hacked and stuff will be lost. Or they'll decide that you're no good and shut down your account and won't give you access to your own stuff. That in their terms of service, they legally possess at that point. And so a hard drive, an external hard drive now, very, very cheap to have one of those. Have your own backup of your family memories so that if something UFO happens, you are protected. I also have my phone backing up to three different services. <laughs> really? You Google use three Photos, cloud services? Yeah, Google Photos, Dropbox, and then I do Shutterfly too. But that's me. So you'd have to have a really bad day that all three of them. Precious memories. Okay, and this is from Jerry in California. I've been considering buying a Tesla Model 3 or Y since April of 2021. The prices have risen close to 20%. This strikes me as unbridled greed by Elon Musk. He claims to be all about saving the planet, yet this pr- his price increases are far greater than any other manufacturer. I know there are supply issues, but this is price gouging. It seems that Elon is catering to the wealthy and privileged and not to the average Joe. What are your thoughts as a Tesla owner? I think what Elon Musk has done with pricing 
this year stinks. There have been, I think, 12 price increases on Teslas. They've been able to sell them no matter what price they put on them. There's on certain models, they're backed up over a year where they um, working full out. They cannot fulfill the orders for up to a year plus on some of the models. So they are doing what the marketplace allows, and they're just running up the price. You can always do that in a business, and in most situations, it should be perfectly okay um, from a legal standpoint. And obviously, it's okay for Tesla to say, hey, we were selling this for uh, 50 We're now selling for $60. i will give you an example. We have a Model Y that was 39990 I think the cheapest Model Y you can get now is nearly $60,000 is they've just run the price up and up and up and up. It's crazy. And so here's the, the problem is that when you break your trust with customers or potential customers, it's hard to regain that. And Tesla is burning out some of the goodwill. They are running the highest profit margins of any mass market automobile maker in the world from what I've read. So I think it's a bad decision on Elon Musk's part. Uh, He makes pretty impulsive decisions. And I think that it will have costs and consequences later trying to score the big profit margins right now. This is from Nancy in Connecticut. Do restaurants have to honor their own gift cards even if they're, they are a few years old, or can each business do as they please? There are no expiration dates on the gift cards I have, but I was refused at the issuing restaurant. So, Nancy, here's the scoop on this. There are, in most states, there are laws governing how long a gift card has to be honored. And I want you to contact the uh, Consumer Affairs. We're going to give you the exact name of the agency, the Consumer Affairs Agency in the state of Connecticut to find out what is required of a business with gift cards, how long they must be honored. Connecticut law prohibits an expiration date or inactivity fee on gift cards or gift certificates. Well, how about that? Okay, so Nancy, this is why we have the (laughs) superior Krista here because you already have your answer. What the restaurant is doing is not allowed, and if you want to make a fuss, contact your state attorney general's office, that the attor- the attorney general of Connecticut, who is responsible for seeing the oversight of gift cards, and it's a shame that the restaurant's done this. Now, there is one exception, and the one exception is if the restaurant has been sold as a certain asset sale. So let's say the restaurant owner decided to bail out and sold. The buyers of that restaurant, if they did a certain asset purchase, do not assume the liabilities for the gift cards. And that would be the only exception I could think of that may apply in this case. And coming up next, I got to tell you, We get so many questions about medical, and there's a lot of stuff coming in medical that's actually going to be better for your wallet if you know how to play the game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What we pay for medical care in the United States is so much higher than anywhere else in the world. It is an abomination. And we do so with lower lifespans than even people in a number of developing countries or what they call middle-income countries. And I've had a number of reacts when I say that last part that it's because uh, the lifestyle choices of Americans may be inferior to people in other places. Maybe that is a cause. But we also spend 20% of our nation's wealth on health care. And most countries spend somewhere around 7% of their nation's wealth on health care. And one of the reasons that health care is so expensive in the United States is hospitals in the United States have been reducing competition available in each metro market. So the hospital systems learned really well from the board game Monopoly from long ago. And what they do is they buy up their competitor hospitals in a market. And then in addition, They buy up doctor practices that can feed patients into ultra-expensive hospital services. Like apartments or houses? Yeah, exactly. On their properties? Okay. I like the analogy. (laughs) They'll buy up uh, primary care practices. They'll buy specialty practices. And it's all about feeding patients in by referral to ultra, ultra, ultra-expensive services. So there's a counter move going on at the same time in the country you need to know. And it's that CVS, the company I make so much fun of about how expensive everything is inside their pharmacies, and, you know, you go buy anything at CVS, it's really a public service because you get to see what things are going to cost elsewhere in the world 20 years later. CVS I make fun of for charging too much money actually is making a difference on the cost size for delivery of health care. And it's because of them setting up hundreds of these health hubs that are these super health care clinics. And they are buying up doctor practices around the country with the whole idea, because, see, they own Aetna. Does CVS own Aetna or Aetna own CVS? Whatever. They have a direct stake in this game because it's costing them a fortune on the health insurance side with all these ultra, ultra expensive hospital complexes that are doing these massively expensive referral systems. And so the thing is, if you can get people out of a hospital environment, 
you can give them more frequent care and you can charge a whole lot less and then in turn it costs Aetna a whole lot less for the insurance for people if you get them out of these hospital monopoly-minded complexes. So let me tell you how it works. So you go to a doctor in a practice that's owned by one of the hospital systems and no matter what you need, the referral is to for a CAT scan, an MRI, for any imaging of any kind, it's within that hospital system at a cost five to ten times what it is out in the free market. Um, you're referred to a specialist who, if it's a hospital-owned specialty practice, charges potentially way more than you'd have with an independent practice that's a specialty practice. And so what CVS is trying to do is trying to break that hammer lock on the cost of health care that the hospital systems have. So I got to call them like I see them, you know, like, uh, you know, an umpire calling balls and strikes. And so I'll tell you, CVS for me is a strikeout on you go into CVS to buy a gallon of milk and it's not like you tried to buy a whole dairy, but it's priced like you did. And I mean, that's the way it works there, that it's a convenience where you go in and pay way too much for everything in the walls, including the prescription drugs. But on the medical side, the big money is for the actual healthcare providers and healthcare delivery. Know that what you're seeing CVS do is potentially a way for you to save money. Walmart is doing the same thing. Amazon is trying uh, in fits and starts to do the same thing, to get people alternatives to these rip-off hospital systems. And be aware and be wary. If your primary care doctor works for one of these hospital systems and they give you a referral, they are required to give that referral inside that hospital system, even if that hospital system is not the best for what ails you, even if the surgeon or specialist they would refer you to is not nearly as good as somebody who may be outside, um, any testing they're requiring to go inside that hospital system. And with the co-pays we have and the deductibles, you're being affected in the wallet and potentially in the quality of care. It's a really bad twofer and you got to be aware that you may need to go find your own specialist. Go find your own imaging center. Go get your MRI at a freestander. Any of these things that will help you with what it's going to cost for ultimately what you have to pay either in premiums for insurance or what you have to pay out of pocket under the insurance plan you have. I don't hate hospitals. I've had somebody come up to me who is a hospital administrator and say, why do you hate hospitals so much? Hospitals save lives. I don't hate hospitals. And you don't hate doctors. I don't There's hate doctors. About that recently. Yeah, I don't hate doctors. It's everything that's happening on the price and service delivery side where you and I are being chopped up in the deli slicer with our wallets, I, I mean, you got to know how the game's played 
and how you and I are the ones that are ending up with the short end of the deal the way the hospitals are playing the game. Anne in Connecticut has a question. Will Care Credit allow their credit card users to transfer their interest-free promotional balances to another credit card, or must a cash advance be used if permissible? Yeah, you can transfer the balances out. They cannot prohibit you from doing so. And so that is if a balance transfer is permitted to the card you want to go to, by the card you want to go to, yeah, you can balance transfer and they can't stop you. And care credit is one of those that's from medical things. Right, dentists, doctors, anything that's, that's an elective kind of procedure and you don't have the credit, they'll extend you the credit and, uh, or they'll offer you the 0%. And the dental practice or the doctor or whoever is paying a discount to get you that 0% for that period of time. And then the, um, the credit extended in a medical or dental practice is hoping they make their money on people who still have a balance after the interest-free period ends. It's very clever to then transfer it elsewhere before that time comes. From Justin in Illinois, I just checked my employer-sponsored retirement account and noticed I was in a new target date index fund. The expense ratio was 0.6 versus 0.1 of the TDF I had chosen a year ago. The fund performance has also been 4% less year-to-date. I was notified in writing last month that I may have changes to my accounts, but did not realize until I checked how much worse the fund would be. Thankfully, I checked and was able to choose alternative funds. Just a reminder to check your accounts from time to time. That's a great suggestion. So what's been happening is the cost of target date funds overall has been going down, down, down. And a lot of uh, plan administrators have been very unhappy about that. And they are issuing essentially two different classes of target date funds, target retirement funds and autoing people into the much higher cost one. And it's up to you when you get a notice, like the one that was just received by Justin, to go check it out. And Justin was losing on both sides of the deal, the much higher cost, six times the expenses, and a significantly lower return with the alternative target retirement fund. And be aware that this kind of funny business goes on it's great to know that when, it, when you get a notice of a change, those are not there for your benefit. They're only there typically to hurt you, and it's up to you to recognize it like he did and fix the problem. And I want to thank you for listening to our show today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others so your friends can learn how to be Clark Smart with their wallet each and every day.